Welcome to Cowboy Ed. It's another school year, and we get a chance to continue these conversations that we started, well, a few few sunsets ago, riding around on the range. Maya, are you ready for another round of conversations? Oh, I am very ready for a round of conversations. I can't believe that we're already a month or so into school. It's just been crazy. It's moving so fast. So yeah, I think we have lots to talk about already. It's like every year, pretty soon you know you're teaching, you know, 20 years. And you think back to, I swear, I was just teaching starting last year and and throwing in the mix of, of COVID and a once in a, t- a lifetime kind of situation. Yeah, this is definitely... We picked a, an interesting time to go on a uh, go on an educational ride. That's for sure. So let's just let's we'll just before we talk about what we're going to look at this season and where we're going to go, let's just hit on some. Let's talk about some generals here. Maya, what is what does that world of college look like right now for you? I think we're trying to make it as normal as it was before COVID, but it doesn't work, right? So it's not normal. And I don't think we know what normal is anymore or how to get back to it. So I think that, you know, we're trying really hard to have face-to-face class and engage our students and give them that, you know, undergrad college experience. Um, And we're able to do so much more this year than we have been in the past couple of years. But it's still just different. And I think that's what we're gonna have to embrace the difference and just move forward and make you know new experiences. But yeah, we're still in that weird space where we're trying to trying to balance what we remember and what we're stuck with. So how's middle school looking? Well, middle school is always, always an adventure. You don't need a covid pandemic to change any of that but it is it is definitely you know we're still we're still in a situation where we got kids wearing masks and we've got you know we're i'm still part of the cleaning team cleaning computers and classrooms and and trying to make sure that we've got kids in, in as safe a situation as we possibly can but i love the part that you said we're trying to make it as normal as we can and that's crazy to think about and maybe we just need to throw that word out. Maybe we just need to throw the word normal out. Because even before the pandemic, what school looked like in Cheyenne compared to maybe even just down the road in Laramie, but Cheyenne to to Grable, to Cody, to Powell, to Whirlin, to North Dakota, to Idaho, I, I'm not sure any one of those places looked enough the same to define normal. So maybe this is this is part of this whole process. Maybe we'll we'll shift and quit calling thinking about things in normal. And I just saw an interesting thing. I'll throw this out to you, Maya, to think about, you know, we just I just saw a post that said, quote, the last normal school year. The last normal school year for a student in grade seven was grade four. The last normal school year for a student in grade three was when they were in kindergarten. So our kindergarten first and second graders, they don't know in their most, you know, influential times in their life, they don't know anything other than what we have. So if we think about some of those college kids, you know, some of those college kids have spent 
you know, their freshman, sophomore year, normal college life is COVID. So it's kind of an interesting way to look at it and ponder it. What do you, what do you think about that, Maya? Yeah, I saw that graphic too. I think it's kind of swirling around social media right now. And it really causes you to pause and think about, you know, what is normal, right? It, it brings that word into question. And I think that, you know, if we think about those college students, those sophomores that we have this year are the ones that graduated 2020 and had their whole, you know, world blown up. So, you know, they took on college with a whole different perspective of education and it is their normal, right? And so I think we just have to think about the experiences we want students to have in classrooms, on campus, you know, extracurriculars, whatever it is, and you make them the best they can be in the situation we have rather than trying to fix it. Because, you know, they, they don't know anything different than what they've been doing. So let's help them, you know, have a really good time and enjoy learning and enjoy school and, and have those opportunities to grow up. Because I think we've, we've learned that, you know, we don't know when this is going to end and it might be a really long time. So, you know, their whole college experience or middle school experience or high school experience, right, could be COVID. And so then, you know, it's, it's their normal. Well, and I think you, I mean, yeah, you, you just summed that up so well. I mean, I actually think about our college students. They don't, they don't even know what a tailgate looks like for a football game at UW because of social distancing and mask and all that stuff. So they're missing out on all sorts of not different experiences, both in and out of the classroom at school, if you, if you will, with that. And so that brings me kind of, you know, round full circle here to kind of where we're going this year. We, we don't have the whole year mapped out. We have some ideas where, where these horses are going to ride, but anybody that's ever rode the range and maybe tried to round up some cows knows that sometimes they, they go exactly where you want them to go. And sometimes they just bust through the fence and go somewhere else. So this year we're going to attack a lot of different things. And hopefully as you've listened to our previous uh, conversations. We're not afraid to dive into the messy. We won't make any cow analogies with the messy part there, but uh, we're not afraid to dive into that messy stuff and talk about it. But one of those things, this this beginning of our conversation here, looking at what is normal. Well, we've got lots of testing data out there right now, and maybe for lack of the right way to say it or or the right word. We have a lot of excuses about why our kids testing scores, if that is how we're going to evaluate, uh, have not done as well as 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 they, you know, comparatively to years before. And and we built in that excuse right away already that COVID, they were out of school this year. They were out of school. They were online. They were we, we have lots of reasons. OK, maybe excuse is not the right word. We have lots of reasons why quote, scores have not gone up and they've gone down. But guess what? This is the generation these kids are going through. So how many more years are we going to continue to stay on that path? Or are we going to shift the folks and say, you know what? This is the new normal. This is where there are no excuses. Kids are more connected. Kids have more options. So we're going to dive into 
a little bit of that data, but then a lot about, well, let's stop talking about why it's bad and let's figure out how we make it the best for these for these students. Because these students, this is their only time to be in junior high or high school or moving into college. So that's where we're going with that one. Maya, what do you, I know you're excited about it because we've already talked about it, but we don't want to give the whole conversation away, but what, just give us a little tidbit, just a, just a little, little taste of the sage, if you will, of, of what your thoughts are on that. Oh, I think that, you mean with the testing specifically, I think that, you know, I'm, I guess I am hopeful about this and that as we look at the testing and, and what we have and where we could be going, that we change our thinking a little bit about what those scores mean and how we're working with students and, you know, maybe changing how we use that data. I don't know. I'm, I'm hopeful, I guess, is my approach to that testing. And, you know, one thing I'm really looking forward to is talking with the students and, and having those opportunities to know, you know, what are their expectations for this year and how are they approaching you know school and life because that's that idea of you know as you said like this is their normal they are having these experiences now and they're only going to be you know they have that one go around at whatever grade they're in and so you know what are they expecting and what are they um hoping to get out of that we can't sit around and wait for things to get fixed because, you know, we don't know what that's going to look like or if it's possible. So um, hearing from those students about, about what they want, I think is really informative to the teachers because I don't know that we ask them a lot about what they think school should be or what they're expecting out of it. Well, and I, I agree in that. I mean, I'm super excited for that conversation to happen and all the teachers here as as we're going to pull in a couple middle school and college kids, uh, maybe throw in a high school kid in the mix of that to give us their perspective on kind of what their expectations. I mean, obviously, most kids aren't overly concerned about test scores, uh, but they are concerned about their future. And so what is this all of this, you know, mean to them as well as what are their expectations for this year? since? We're in it again. COVID didn't just magically disappear and, and doors didn't just magically open and, and we just didn't go back to that that old normal. We're in some hybrid now. And so that that's that's another episode that we're gonna have. And we're excited to get we're always excited to get those outside voices, especially students' voices, because uh as as Maya so elegantly put, they sometimes we we forget to ask our our customers really what their thoughts are. So then there's this other topic that's kind of floating around out there, not just in Wyoming, but, but across the country, if you will, and talking about, uh, well, you could put a term to it and you could say like CRT or, or but more importantly, here's, here's what we're looking to do. We're looking to have a conversation about how do you deal with controversial subject matter? in your class we can we can pick anything and, and there's a lot of things that are controversial to different people and it goes back to this idea that just because i believe it doesn't mean it's right just because somebody else believes something different doesn't mean they're wrong those things that we disagree on should not be 
an argument or a fight, but how as educators, as whether it's at an elementary, whether it's at a middle school, whether it's at a high school or, or at the uh, college level, how do we teach controversial subject matter without it becoming political tennis matches for people so we're that's kind of a scary one for people but i'm i'm excited to to maybe throw some things out there and, and we talked a little bit about that last year but i'm excited to have that conversation and 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 maya i know you you at the college it's a little different um because you guys just do whatever you want really but i, I don't know about that but but i do think you know the older the students are the more they have their own opinion and not that the younger ones don't have opinions, but they they're the older students are kind of digging into building their own identities about topics and specifically this generation's really engaged with, you know, the world activities and behaviors. And, you know, if that's politics, if it's, you know, global issues, whatever, they're a little aware of what's happening and they have opinions and getting them to, you know, read critically and be engaged in ways that they can inform their own thinking, I think is really important. So I'm looking forward to learning and talking about these strategies that we can bring into our classrooms. And I do think they span, you know, K-20. Because I think all of the learners in that whole span of K-20 are engaged and capable of having those deep conversations. We just need to provide the opportunities. And as teachers, having the the tools to be able to do that well is really important. Well, and I think you you definitely lassoed a key component to that. The, the college world involves a little bit of parent involvement, but part of teaching or uh, addressing, you know, quote unquote controversial subjects um involves having good relationships with parents uh so that they can be part of that that conversation at, at the k-12 level so that they don't they don't feel like it's it's being done in a in a hidden way or something that's trying to you know change kids uh, in, in the end all of our job is to help kids become great learners, but critical thinkers. I mean, really thinking about and being able to come up with their own answers on all sorts of things, whether it's a controversial subject or just a normal normal life decision. And so, yeah, I'm excited about uh, hopefully we can get some uh, strategies out there and, and hopefully bring that conversation to uh, not a who's right, who's wrong, but how do we, how do, we do it? Because our kids... If we don't talk about it, if we don't talk about some of these controversial things, our kids are going to find out, just, just like you were saying, Maya, they're, they're pretty connected in a lot of other ways. They're going to find information on it, and it's going to be potentially very one-sided via social media or via different tools where there is no adult conversation involved in it. There is no guidance in talking through the decisions and talking through some of those things so we can yeah we can bury our head in the in the sand out on the prairie and not worry about it but that's not us we get on our horses and we ride and we try to we try to address some of these issues and that's that's kind of where that's kind of where we're going this year 
And what other fences we jump through, who knows? But that that's that's the preview of the cowboy ed ride that's coming at you. I'm excited. Let's saddle up. All right. It is time to bring this preview to an end. And we look forward to hearing from you and getting comments and hopefully uh, having a few more of you join our conversation. Uh, We'd love to interview you. uh, So let us know. Reach out to us on social media. And we would gladly have you saddle up next to us and, and talk if there's something you think is important enough that you know educators across the state across the region want to want to hear about so i hear the coyote howling the the ride's coming to an end so head them up move them out move them out head them up head them up move them out cowboy head is on the run